Hi, it's a big week this week. It's Liverpool Pride. On my podcast is Andy Herring, who is the CEO and co-founder of LCR Pride Foundation. Find out what you can do this Saturday coming. Go on the march. Take your families. Come along. Have a look what Pride's all about. Join me now with Andy on my podcast. Andy, you're a young man. I'm an old man. I've been around a long time. The world has changed so much. But still, we need a lot more change, don't we? Definitely, definitely do. What what I love about Pride is, and it is fun, and you're going to tell us all about what's happening, but what I also love is when you see families there, and I think that's the most important thing, to be accepted, because we are just human beings like everybody else. Nobody should judge anybody else. As long as we're not doing any harm to anybody else, we should be just there. And I love it when you see families. And I always remember seeing the Chief Constable, Andy Cook, uh, in particular, who was uh, marching at the front of the march one year. And I loved him for that. And I, I actually said to him, did anybody pinch your bottom? He went, it wasn't a request and no. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw Gary Miller uh, when he was mayor standing there with his husband on the St. George's steps. And I had a friend over from Singapore and we wept because we come through so much pain, but you now reap the benefits and it's a great world or getting there that we have. Now, Andy, tell us all about Pride and take as long as you want. Yeah, so of course, Pride and Pool is, is back and it's been a slog to get there, especially after after COVID and lots of other things, I'm sure, you know, in terms of road work and everything else that we have to deal with is, is an event in a city, but um, we are finally back. So it, what will be three years to the day um, since we last were able to march through the city streets as well. And, and as you say, we are, um, I mean, I'm super proud that we're able to be a free event, that we can have such a mix of people at the event. And we do welcome everybody from younger people, older people, people from within the community and people that want to support the community as well. So um, hopefully the weather will hold for us as, as, as it should. And we'll be marching through the city centre again. Uh, around ten thousand people expected to, to take to the streets and 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 support our community, stand up for those rights that that we still need, but also as you say, celebrate the, the achievements that have happened. Um, and then we're going down to to the pier head. Um, a new site for this year, as I say, because of the roadworks. Um, lots of entertainment, food, drink, etc. On the pier head, but also again that family feel, that open to absolutely everybody, um, and it to be a free and, and welcoming kind of family friendly event as well. Um, it should be great. Um, it should be a great kind of um, day, and also the lineup as well is really, really community focused. And we'll be announcing that over the next week as we as we run up into the Pride event as well. Um, lots and lots of local artists, lots and lots of local groups that are taking part to to make sure that um, that, that we are doing what what the community tell us they want, and that's to see themselves and see their city in the event. And, and hopefully, we'll be delivering that. Andy, what time does the march start? And is it still St George's Hall? Yes. So um, we'll be mustering from around half ten, um, speeches probably around half eleven, um, and then we'll leave the plateau at twelve. Um, and thankfully, because of the announcement that Lime Street is now finished, we'll be able to take our usual traditional route through the city centre, through the retail area. Um, as they leave at twelve, usually get to the pier head. Well, we'll get to the pier head around twelve forty-five, one o'clock, um, taking the usual route as we say, and and kind of again snaking through the whole city, kind of bringing bringing it to a standstill, but also welcoming all those people along the along the route as we do. 
Andy, do you think we've got it right in our pride here? Because a lot of uh, the pride, especially London, is now big, big business, which I saw a programme on Channel 4, which was really interesting. Basically, they were saying in the programme, a lot of gay people saying it's moving away from what it should be. What are your views? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hope that, I mean, we always do things differently in Liverpool. And I think for us, um, we are always and will always be kind of embedded in why we exist. We were the last big city to have a pride. And, and that came around um, because of the anger in the in the, in the wake of the death of Michael Causa. And it, so we've always got that kind of in our minds and in, in kind of what we're doing. We, we are still a march. We're not a parade. We don't allow floats, etc. And we, we do welcome everybody. So... I'm hoping we go the right way. Um, of course, these things cost money, and we have to have to raise that money through through lots of different ways as well. Um, but we're a charity at the end of the day as well, and, and all that money, whether it's raised, fundraised, etc., goes into not only keeping pride free, but also lots of the different things we do throughout the year, supporting communities, grassroots organisations, other other charities that, that support our community as well. So hopefully, that that donation that you put in a bucket that funding we're able to raise actually people can see that going into helping the LGBT plus community is it just saturday andy yes so we're on the saturday of course lots and lots of things going on in businesses around the um, throughout the week and also the weekends uh, but yeah the saturday the main day running from um as i say the site will open at 12 as well so those can't do the march and it'll run all the way through to to about eight o'clock at night um and then of course um our, our kind of 50 cents venues will all kick in and and we'll have lots and lots of entertainment throughout the day um in our pride quarter venues as well are you telling me that we've got breaking news on the show that you're telling us on air that Lime Street's going to be easy to walk down now? <laughs> I, well, I can't guarantee it'll be easy to walk down, but I can guarantee we'll be walking down it. So, yeah, apparently it's, um, it's all finished, so we'll see. It comes Saturday, but no, we'll be doing our traditional route, which will be amazing to, to go back through, especially as, the, as you can imagine, the planning over the last few months has been quite hectic with, with trying to figure out how to get through the seats, and so we're kind of pleased to be back to planning. Now, down at the pier head, is it going to be fenced off or is it just going to be open this year? It, there are fences just to help us kind of keep people safe, keep our, our licensing uh, restrictions and things like that, but it's completely free to access. We've got plenty of search lanes to get people in. So, uh, again, we just, just ask for a simple bag search to, to ensure we're kind of keeping people safe, as we say, but also um, we're not bringing kind of lots of alcohol, etc. through that would then cause issues for, for businesses around the city centre as well. So um, there is bag searches, but we'll be getting people in um, and for the first time as well, you can actually get there by ferry. Just the ferry terminal's got an entrance into the site as well, so we're super proud to kind of use that site. But there'll be no big, big fences around it that stop people coming in. It's, it's all about everyone getting together and, and being one big community. If you've just joined me, I'm talking to Andy Herring, who is the CEO and co-founder of the LCR Pride Foundation. We're talking about Pride uh, on Saturday coming. Um, Andy, remind everybody about the dreadful, dreadful tragedy of Michael Causer. Yeah, so um, most people from the city know um, the, the story. Is um, obviously Michael was a trainee hairdresser. He was um, eighteen. He had his whole life ahead of um, ahead of him, and he, he tragically lost his life after being murdered um, at a house party simply for being who he was. Um, that and um, uh, quite uh, shortly after an attack on an off-duty police officer in, in the Pride Quarter um, made the city come together as, as one to say, "Hey, this is not this is not okay." and and, and this shouldn't be happening to anyone anywhere in the world, let alone right here in our city. Um, so yeah, we, we all come together. Um, Michael's family always leads the march as well, again, in, in kind of memory of Michael, but also in a stance against hate crime as well. Um, and, and the city comes together and, and follow them.
It's interesting, Andy, that when you look at Pride and you look at Pride all over the country, it's incredible to see so many young people that can um, come out and be exactly who they are. As I said, in my day, it, it would never have happened. The, the queer bashers were out and blackmail was rife and it, it was a terrible, terrible time. Do the young people realise how much that older people put on the line to get where we are today? I think I think there's definitely um, so many reasons for us to be talking about it as well. Um, but definitely from the from the conversations we have with young people, whether it's through youth groups, whether it's organisations, or people that come along on the day, um, we definitely see that there's a, there's definitely an appreciation and a and a respect for, for where we are. But also that they are one of the most passionate groups of people that we ever encounter. For whether it's views of what we should be doing as pride, or whether what's next for the community and what's fair and and, and just for us all. So there, there is a lot of really really switched on young people that are, are really kind of hopefully the people that are going to lead the way and carry on um, leading that fight as well. Um, but yeah, there's certainly a lot of conversation, even for um, older LGBT plus people in the community to, to understand and respect um, the, the huge steps that, that have been achieved and also the huge potential of going back to that point if if, um, where, if people do go back on our, um, go back on the rights that we're, we're rightly so um, provided. Andy, um, if there's anybody listening now uh, who is in the closet, using an expression, uh, but just won't come out. What do you say to them? Because there is help out there, isn't there? Yeah, of course. There's lots and lots of amazing resources out there, whether it's national organisations like LGBT Switchboard that you can call and just talk to someone that will understand you. Um, so lots and lots of organisations locally that run, whether it's peer support groups and support for, for you around health, etc. but also just social clubs and um, organisations that you can go along be yourself don't have to worry about what people think. And again, depending on your circumstances, of course, um, depends on what you're able to access and how open you're able to be, maybe at home, etc. So there's lots of places that you can find that you can escape that for a little while and, and take part. And likewise, lots of resources online as well that you can find that just help you understand kind of what the world is and, and how, how you fit into it and, and that everyone's, everyone's welcome. Will people come in from all over uh, or do they stick to their own prides? Is this sort of starting to happen now like Manchester, Sheffield, London or do people mix? We, we do see a lot of people um, particularly from around the city region of course um, coming along to, to Liverpool as we are I guess the city region's largest kind of uh, go-to pride and we also see people coming from Manchester etc that perhaps don't don't want to go to that, that pride for whatever reason but also people do travel and travel and visit every pride as well so we do get a real mix definitely we're definitely northwest kind of a lot of people coming into the city uh, we see hotels, etc., taking part in, in the day and kind of contacting us saying, okay, what can we do to be part of it? Um, but also um, we see, yeah, as you say, people travelling in. Um, we've got a ship in the cruise terminal that day. For instance, we've got, um, obviously, lymph and lots of other things on the event, but hopefully there'll be people that, that stumble across the event and realise, oh, actually, this is this is what it's about. For anybody listening, if you've never been to a Pride, I've got to tell you, you will enjoy every second of it because it's not about sex. It's about people. It's about human beings getting together and having fun. And one thing um, gay people do do in particular, they like to party, don't they, Andy? We do. We definitely do. And actually, as you say, there's, there's everyone able to come together and, and celebrate and enjoy and, and, of course, protest in the march. And, and that's it. It's, it's, bringing everybody together in that space that you can just be you and enjoy it is, is so important. Andy, to finish off, talk us through it again from the beginning at St. George's Hall. Yeah, so Pride Liverpool is back. We've got our march through the city, um, deliberately protesting our, our rights 
to be ourselves and, and standing up um, as a community. Um, the march will take place uh, from 10.30 at uh, St George's and leave the plateau around 12, uh, making its way through the city and, and down to our new um, site of Pierhead, where there'll be lots of entertainment, food, drink, um, stalls around Pierhead from 12 right through to 8 in the evening. And of course, the whole city will be taking part. There'll be lots and lots of activity around, whether it's the Pride Quarter and the wider city centre, um, to really celebrate Pride and show that as a city we are we are a, a celebrated and, and welcome place that LGBT people can live and work. And it is free, but if you see a bucket and you've got some money, put it in because it is a charity, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Every, every single penny goes towards keeping that free, improving it year on year. We want to make it so that we can continue to bring the event back free, bigger and better every time, but also do much more throughout the year as well because it's not just one day of the year. Pride means so much more and, and represents so much more. Andy Herring, thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed that, we've got some great guests on my podcast. Why not join us permanently? Subscribe. It's free of charge.